mercy and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Our text for this day is Acts chapter 20. Here again the part that reads, Pay careful attention to yourselves and all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God which he obtained with his own blood. I know that after my departure fierce wolves will come among you not sparing the flock and from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away disciples after them. You may be seated. Said the lamb to the shepherd boy, Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, Do you hear what I hear? Well, some say it sounds a lot like Christmas. No, do you hear what I hear? It is the voice of the Lamb, Jesus Christ speaking through his shepherd to the flock. John chapter 10, 27, and Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And we confess in our catechism, I believe that when the called ministers of Christ deal with us by his divine command, as so in Acts chapter 20, Paul piles on the words, both nouns and verbs, for the ministers of the word of, in the Ephesian congregation. They're elders, overseers. The verb to care, to shepherd, to pay careful attention. Though we don't have the word apostle, we know that Paul himself is an apostle who has this ministry in which he serves, teaches, proclaims, testifies, declares, commends, and shows. Sounds like a lot of work and some titles. And for Paul, this work causes him trials, tears, imprisonment, affliction, and so we also know his death. Now you may ask yourselves, why is this so important for us since Paul is addressing those who are in charge of the ministry of the word in the congregation. Because it is about you. It is about you, the church of God, and not just you who are here today, but all the flock. The flock which Jesus Christ has obtained by his own blood. For there is only one way that the church of God, the flock, is created and preserved. It is the voice of God, the Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ. This is the Word of God. Do you hear what I hear? Summarizing all that the Scripture has to say, those who went before us wrote in the Augsburg Confession so that we may obtain this faith. The ministry of the teaching of the Gospel and administering the sacraments was instituted. For through the word and the sacraments, as through instruments, the Holy Spirit is given, who affects faith where and when it pleases God. In those who hear the gospel, that is to say, in those who hear that God, not on account of our own merits, but on account of Christ, as it says in Galatians chapter 4, so that we might obtain the promised Spirit through faith. And so it is that in this place and at this time, the Lord through you 
placed Pastor Harvilla and myself into the ministry of the Word to shepherd his flock. He is the Word made flesh. Do you hear? Would I hear? Do you hear Jesus? Oh, but the Lord knows that we are such frail human beings and that our ears are so weak. And so he has given us the sacraments. He knows we need something to see and to touch, even to taste and to smell. Look at the baptismal font. You can see and you can feel the water. And through the water, combined with the word, a child is made a child of God. And all the promises connected therein. Look at the altar. Under the veil. You know that there is bread and wine. You can see. You can feel them. You can touch and you can taste them. They are real. And so is the word that is combined with the bread and the wine through which you receive the body and blood of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? Do you know what I know? It's all Jesus, the Lamb, the Word of God made flesh. But as one shepherd boy leaves and others take his place, we are always in danger of losing the Word made flesh. Sure, Pastor Hartfield, Pastor Kruger, Pastor Osmus, and those who those up to and including Pastor Harvilla and myself say many things. But the question is, did God really say? We are always in need of the Lord to give us faithful shepherds speaking the faithful word. And from among you, many have come. Pastors. Aaron. And Jonathan. Both Osmuses. And soon to be Chad Berg. My own son, Jonathan. Shepherds to shepherd the church of God. The Apostle Paul points out the danger. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among you, from your own selves, will arise those who speak twisted things and draw away the disciples after them. You see, one of the dangers and one of the most <clears throat> insidious weapons that Satan has in his arsenal is to divide and conquer. You see it with our first parents. Adam stood by and watched his wife. She saw and listened to the serpent and then took from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and she gave some to her husband who was there with her. And the serpent, it is the serpent's question that started it all. 
and continues to this very day. Did God really say? All that Eve would have had to do that day was to turn to her husband and ask, did God really say? All that Adam had to do was to get Eve's attention and affirm, yes, indeed, God did say. Do you hear what I hear? Both have could have walked away that day and ate from all the other trees in the garden, including the tree of life, but they didn't. And ushered in the confusion and the danger of the world in which we live today. Parents, mothers, we bear such a huge responsibility because the question still lingers to this very day, did God really say? But God would leave it that way. He knew what he would do. He would pay for Adam and Eve's sin that day. God himself spoke immediately in Genesis chapter 3 to the doubt, to the doubt-producing servant, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Do you hear what I hear? Adam, in the midst of all of God's cursing, rejoices in the promise and he names his wife Eve because she was the mother of all the living. And it happened through God's own son, born thousands of years later to a woman. The word made flesh and made his dwelling among us so that the multitude could sing in the book of Revelation, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. This is the Lamb of God who died and the Father has accepted His sacrifice by raising Him from the dead and He ascended to the throne of God. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? Jesus is our salvation. Therefore John could answer, one of the elders who asked them that day, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? And John said to him, Sir, you know. And he said, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Do you see what I see? It is you, the church of God, and all the flock baptized in the waters of baptism. But we really are our own worst enemy, aren't we? Did God really say? It is for that reason our faith does not depend on your pastors, not on your congregation. It didn't depend on the Ephesian elders or any other human being except one, 
and that is Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh. It depends on the Word, the Word of God, the Gospel of Jesus Christ, and the telling is as old as Genesis chapter 3, combating the old satanic lie in the question, did God really say? And the answer is always yes in Jesus. Yet the Lord entrusts that very word to human beings. Like Adam, like Paul, like the Ephesian elders, to pastors, to congregations, to parents, to single mothers, to single fathers, and to you. So that when we or anyone who hears the old questioning lie, did God really say? We can turn to those in faith and ask those who know the way, who hear, who know, who believe what God did really say. Do you hear what I hear? There may be something in our lives, some devastating secret tucked away. When you hear those words of forgiveness, then the questions come your way. Did God really say? What about when you've ruined your life and your friends and even your family have turned away? Where do you turn this very day? Turn to the ones who ask you, do you see what I see? The water, combined with the word in baptism, made you a child of God. Look at the altar. And there, the bread and the wine is the body and blood of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. Do you hear what I hear? And he opens for you the scriptures and shows you what God really did say. A pastor to be, is to be one who shepherds the flock by what God really did say. And so as one of your pastors, I ask you again, do you hear what I hear? For Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. Did you hear? They will never perish, and no one can snatch them out of my hand. The Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one and snatched them out of my Father's hand. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus.